What is going on, everybody? Welcome to a, another episode of Mellow Mondays. Glad you guys are tuning in for another week. Um, this week, I want to talk about the lake. I know that's kind of been a theme here recently, talking about the lake. Like we had the episode of Morning, um, just talking about how the lake has been something that has changed in my life here within the past year and kind of what it used to look like and to frankly not being able to go as much and kind of coming to terms with that and mourning something that used to be a big part of my life. Um, today I just want to talk about the lake in a little different light. Just really just go over some of the really great times that I've had there and some stories that I've had and it's going to be pretty mellow and low key and just, yeah, just some of my favorite times at the lake. Um, and the reasons I've, I've fallen in love with it so much. Um, and kind of the reason I'm bringing the lake up again is I'm getting ready to uh, to take a trip down to the lake here. I haven't really decided. Maybe within the next couple of days. We just finished up the last headlining run for the next really like three or four months with the artist I'm with now. And so we just got home today from New York. I literally got home like, I mean, it was only like two hours ago. And so it's already a really long drive. And then apparently there was like a jackknife semi on the highway. So we were held up for a little while. And so it's just kind of been a long travel day. I was able to sleep a decent amount, woke up, watched some of the office, took a nap and then, uh, got home. I just ate a pizza feeling good, made myself a gin and tonic. It's a, uh, it's Cinco de Mayo today, the day I'm recording. This will come out tomorrow on a uh, Monday, the, the sixth, but, uh, I don't understand Cinco de Mayo and, uh, I can't really drink tequila anymore, so we're having a gin and tonic, just sitting down and talking about the lake, and I think this is kind of a good time for me. I'm feeling a little worn out. I'm feeling a little just kind of tired in general. I think we've we've toured quite a bit the past month, and in doing so, I've had a lot of fun, but haven't got a lot of rest and really haven't taken hardly any time for myself and I'm the kind of person like I have to have time for myself and I have to do things um, for me I'm excited for this little retreat to go to the lake and just hang out with family my, my family's coming down over the weekend and then I might I might go to Kansas City for a couple days I haven't decided yet but yeah I'm I'm excited for that and I'm excited for today just to be able to share with you all some of my my favorite memories from the lake um as you all have heard before, I have grown up on the lake. Uh, it's Lake of the Ozarks my entire life. My family bought the lake house. It was three months after I was born. And so I've literally grown up there for 27 years and had a lot of really great memories Not some, and some bad ones as well. But for the most part, it's been one of those special places in my life, um, just with family and friends and just being able to go and decompress and like have fun. And so like when I go to the lake, I have a little bit of a problem. Like I don't go to the lake and lay out in the sun and relax and sit on the dock. I literally go to the lake and just play the entire time. Like I'll literally just be exhausted at the end of the night when I get off the water. It's like we get off the water, we'll eat dinner, and then I'm just dead. Like most nights I'll, I'll go to bed early or watch some stuff on my phone or whatever, but I have a hard time sitting and relaxing. And so I love the lake. 
and I have a lot of fun and it is relaxing in the sense of like, it helps clear my mind. But a lot of times I leave the lake like just dead and tired and my body hurts because I've played so hard and rode jet skis, skied, you know, done all these things. And so we'll see how this trip goes. It'll probably be the same for the longest time. I I've struggled with that concept of relaxing. And I think a big part of that is just how excited I get when I go to the lake. Like I, I literally, when I was in Kansas city, it's, it's only like a two and a half hour drive from KC. So I would drive down and like, just like the last 30 minutes, I always took the, uh, the lake roads and like, so you're cruising on the lake roads, like windows down if the weather's nice and just, uh, like listening to some type of music to get me hyped up, whether it's like rap or dubstep or even just some like reggae to kind of feel chill or whatever. But, uh, I've always had this huge anticipation in going to the lake. And so I always remember driving down the final lake road. It's not very far off of like a little main highway there, um, but going down the final lake road and you turn left into our little, I don't, I don't want to call it a subdivision, but like our cove where there's a little cove of houses. Um, we're all tucked back in there. And so you turn left and you go down this little hill, but right as you turn left, like through the tree line, you can see, just that first glimpse of like our part of the lake, like our huge cove. And uh, it's just that excitement, that feeling you get in your stomach when you like turn in and you're like, man, like, okay, we're here. Like, I can't wait to just get out and start riding and start having fun. And so I'll literally grab everything from the car. I never put it away. Half the time, I don't know what room I'm sleeping in. We have like, I think it's like four bedrooms. And so when family's down, it kind of depends on where I'm going to sleep, but like I'll, I'll get all my bags in and I'm instantly like, okay, got to put my contacts in, got to get my swimming suit on. Like, okay, throw some sunscreen on. All right, let's go out and let's have fun. And so like literally the house just looks like a mess because my stuff is thrown everywhere. And I'm, I, I'm kind of like a whirlwind, like a cyclone, you know, like I just come in and I'm just like so amped up and ready to go. It's always grabbing the, the keys to the wave runner, the lanyards and, got to grab my life jacket and then I'll grab my helmet and GoPro and stuff like that. And so it takes a little bit of time, grab batteries. If we need to make sure the batteries are in the jet ski, get them charged, things like that. But, um, it's always that anticipation as you walk down to the dock of like, okay, like I hope the jet ski or the CD or whatever starts up today. Cause for the longest time we had a 1995 and a 1996 CDUXP. We had a 95 for a long time, and I literally just rode it till it died. And then we got a 96 after that to replace it. And this thing was my life for, I mean, since I got my butter's license, I think you can get it at like 14. And we had those until I would have been, I guess, 25. That's when we eventually got rid of the last one when I bought my stand up. And so. I mean, I guess that's 11 years of riding this sit-down, like, two-seater jet ski, base colors yellow, and it had, like, purple accent colors with all the the, uh, decals and everything. It just looks sick. It looks old school. It looks 90s, and it's awesome. And for those of you who don't know a lot about jet skis and stuff now, everything is going to four-stroke, and so everything is a lot faster but everything's bigger. Like jet skis kind of feel like boats nowadays. So this 1995 and 96 CDU XP was like this two stroke light, pretty powerful jet ski that yeah, it's top speed was pretty good, but like it was made for jumping waves and two and three sixties and just ripping around the lake. Like it had a lot of low end power. So you could 
pick up speed really quickly. And I, I just loved riding it toward the, towards the end of its life. I was like starting to like freak out of like, what am I going to do when this thing dies? Because like, I don't, I don't know what to do at the lake without it. Like I, I love riding it so much. And my family hated them because the sea, like sea dews in general are just really unreliable. They're super fun, but it was always breaking down. I mean, we spent so much money. When I say we, like my grandparents, my parents spent so much money on repairing it because they knew like how much I loved riding it. There's just this feeling of like going out in the main channel. My dad and my sister would be on one, one jet ski. I'd be on the other and just, you're just ripping around, like jumping waves and like waving at people. And like, I remember this time I was riding with my buddy Tyler and we were out in the main channel and we got mixed up in like this, uh, it wasn't like a boat race, but it was a bunch of big cigarette boats um, just running down the main channel there. And they were being, I, I guess, filmed by a helicopter. And so this helicopter was chasing it. I mean, we were literally like in the middle of like this. I remember it being like six or seven boats. Maybe it wasn't. But we're in the middle of these boats, like jumping their waves, like this helicopter up above. And it's just like that feeling of euphoria. And I think that's been one of the biggest things about the lake that I love is when you're out on the water and you're tubing or skiing or riding the jet ski or whatever, like your normal problems in life don't matter. Like your head is cleared. You're fully focused generally on the moment. And I think that's something that's so hard to do sometimes is to fully just focus on here and now. Like we're always thinking about something else worried about work or tests in school or whatever it may be. But for those short moments while riding or doing whatever, it's that feeling of nothing else matters. And and that's one of the biggest things about the lake that I've always loved. And and I think it'll always be there for me when I when I go to the lake. And so I've always been into just watercraft in general. Um, but I think too, like I just have so many fond memories of just having fun on the lake. Like I love tubing and I got really into slalom skiing for a while. I remember as a kid, like kneeboarding and like kneeboarding is super fun. I don't know if, if you've never kneeboarded, like you just sit on your knees on this little, this little board and you just get towed with a ski rope. But I remember one day, I mean, I was a young kid probably. And I did like 32, three sixties, you know, you'd spin, you'd have to pass the rope behind your back. And like, it's really not that big of a deal at all. But I remember as a kid just feeling so accomplished, like, oh my gosh, like that was crazy. You know, like that feeling of, dang, I just did something big and like something rewarding. And so I love those moments. Um, I think tubing has always been something that's really fun to me. Like we always had this thing called competition tubing and it's where like it would always be me versus my uncle or me me versus my dad or my dad versus my uncle and so like you would each be on your own little your own little uh tube like just a small donut single person tube and uh you would just not want to be the person who falls off and so like my uncle would drive me and my dad and then sometimes the ride would be crazy so then when my dad gets off and then I go with my uncle like the ride is crazier because it's like you got to one up each other so it's like I just remember getting flung around and I was always smaller than my dad and my uncle and so it's like you get whipped into each other and knocked around and it's so much fun. And it's like that feeling of like, you can't be the person who falls off first. And I always remember like, you know, you 
slide over next to each other and throw your hand in the water and like spray each other in the face with water and like you'd kick the other person's tube and like the rule was you're not supposed to like physically touch each other you're allowed to like hit the tube but you're not supposed to like do anything you know physical to each other and i i just have so many fond memories of competition tubing and just like you know you go to the house that night over dinner and you're just laughing and recalling stories about the day of like oh my gosh like remember when i hit that like I hit that double wake and I flew in the air and then like got knocked off. Like that's like, those memories are so fond. And then there's just summer nights at the lake are, are beautiful. We are, our, our house is located where our porch faces, um, faces the West. So we see the sunset, um, in our cove and it's just some of the most beautiful, amazing sunsets you'll ever see. And just being able to sit on the porch and watch the sun go down. And like, I have so many memories of just sitting on the porch in general, even with my grandpa. And like when we would go down and do, um, we would do fishing trips. Um, you kind of heard in the interview with me and my grandpa, that podcast episode, but we would, uh, we would go fish Bennett Springs, which is about 45 minutes away from our house down at the lake. And we would, uh, we would catch trout and, We'd come back and just make a nice drink and sit on the porch and smoke a cigar and just talk. And I've heard so many stories and I've heard my grandpa tell the same stories for years, but it's so, I just love hearing those stories and sharing those moments of just that same feeling of like actually being able to live in the here and now, like being content in the moment and and I will always cherish those times. I, I still love, like, yeah, just making a nice drink and sitting on the porch and watching the sunset and just laughing with family and friends. It's been kind of weird here, I would say, really within, like, the last, like, eight or nine years of just not having any, like, little kids around the lake. Like, it it was kind of just, like, one day you realize, like, oh, like, we all grew up and n- none of us have kids yet. And so it's like, oh. So it's kind of weird. Like I remember when we were younger, like you'd have like little kids running around and like kids always want to do stuff. You know, they're always like, let's go to, let's go whatever. And it was always like the parents saying like, no, like, let's just wait a little bit. Cause you're trying to relax too. And so I remember one year my, uh, our family had our small group down and it was like me and a couple friends. And we were like, we were on the, what we, you know, what we just said, the competition tubes and like it was two guys on each tube. And I remember we like switched tubes, like all four of us, we all like two of us switched over the other people's backs and vice versa. It was just like those little things as kids that you think are so like epic and amazing. Like I still have a fond memory of that moment of, I have no idea how old I was and I'm sure it was not that cool, but it, it made it feel special. And, and that's the thing about the lake is it's such a great place for people to feel excitement and fun and I always love taking friends down there and just sharing some place that's been so special to me we always joke about who like can hang the hardest at the lake because I think people who didn't grow up on the lake we play really really hard and uh people who haven't grown up there oftentimes are just dead by the end of the day as well like they're worn out I'm normally worn out and they're like I don't know if I can do another day like that (laughs) like dude I I understand like that's just kind of how we've always been. And I think it's really cool to say that I've had that experience. And I think it's, it's one of the favorite 
memories I have just with my family in general is just going to the lake in the summer. Even just little stuff like grilling out every night for dinner. Like we don't, we, we've always had a Weber charcoal grill down there for as long as I can remember. Like we've never had a gas grill and there's just something about that feeling of like you, you start starting the coals, like the coals take probably like 45 minutes to an hour to, uh, to be ready to cook on. And so we would always like put the coals in the little chimney, start them. And then we'd go down and like maybe do our last ski run of the day or something and go out on the boat. I always remember like getting back from that ski run and you like walk to the front of the house and you see the smoke billowing from the the coals burning and, and getting ready to grill on. And that smell of charcoal is just such a special nostalgic scent, which is really funny. Like anyone who cooks with charcoal will understand that if you don't like it, you probably just don't understand. But like there's something about a charcoal grill that makes things taste so much better. And I just remember, like, we'll cook chicken and steaks, and we're always doing burgers, and then we would do corn on the cob. Like, my dad loves corn on the cob. So do I, but, like, we joke my dad is kind of the the corn on the cob snob in a way. Like, he he's the connoisseur. Like, if, if it tastes good to him, then you know it's, like, good corn on the cob. We, we would always just do those family meals at the end of each night and uh, just fun after, you know, after dinner. Um, if, if we weren't dead, like a lot of times we'll just sit and watch movies or whatever, but, um, we would also play hearts. Like I always liked playing hearts. Me and my grandpa, my dad and my uncle would play hearts a lot of the nights. And I just loved, um, love just those times with family, just playing games and having a drink and just hanging out. Like those, those are really fond memories. One of my favorite traditions at the lake has always been fourth of july and my family is really really big on traditions like we have traditions for a lot of things throughout the year but fourth of july is one of my favorites um just because i love i love the lake at the fourth like it's just such a there's such an electric feel in the air like everyone is down at the lake the water is crazy like people are everywhere and it's just like it's just fun. Like there's fireworks, like people are just in good moods or grilling, you're drinking, like having a good time. And we have some of my favorite traditions during that time. Like those of you who know me, I'm big into uh, making tie dye. And so I don't remember when we started it, but now one of our new traditions is 4th of July tie dye. And so we'll make a tie dye the morning of the 4th of July. And then we wear it that night to our annual 4th of July fireworks display that me and my dad now put on and that's like one of my favorite traditions um, with my dad is just being able to shoot off fireworks we'll go I wasn't able to shop for him last year I was super bummed Um, unfortunately touring has kind of killed the fourth of July for me because I always have to work on the fourth but we used to go to this uh, here recently this uh, just like fireworks stand near our house in Kansas City the guy who runs it is like a substitute teacher or like something. I can't remember what he is, but he's awesome. And like, so every year he kind of started remembering us and we always ask him what he recommends. And so he kind of, he gives us good deals on stuff and kind of, he'll always like every now and then throw something in like, Oh no, no, like you got to try this. Just take it. Like, don't worry about it. So that dude is awesome, but we'll go. And my mom always gives us a budget. And then we always spend more than that budget because I mean, you have to, it's 4th of July, it's fireworks. Like you can't stay on budgets. I don't know. You can't be too rigid about that. And so 
I think my dad will put in X amount and then I also put in X amount and then I buy some stuff on top of that. I'm really into these ones. They're little mortar shells that you um, you shoot in the air and they don't have color or anything. The only thing they do is just explode and are really, really loud. And like, I mean, they literally like shake your windows and they're awesome. Like I love loud fireworks like that. They're crazy. And so I always spend like, I spend almost a hundred dollars on those every year alone just cause they're honestly just a rush. Like you literally like you get that adrenaline rush as you're, as you're lighting the fuse, like waiting for it to shoot in the air and just like scare everyone around you. I always buy those. Um, but me and my dad, we just buy, we used to buy, um, just like the mortar shells, like the triple and double burst ones. And we would like light it, light them at the same time and like do kind of these back to back bursts and stuff like that. And so I always just had fun, like lighting them and like running back, making sure you're away from the two because Every now and then, uh, it's typically my fault. You uh, you load the tube backwards, and it shoots into the ground, not into the sky, and then it explodes in the canister and blows up. I remember, I think it was like two years ago, uh, I loaded one the wrong way, and uh, it exploded. I mean, it it was crazy. Like it was one of the big ones, and it like I like remember like feeling my body and being like, "Am I okay? Like, am I burned or whatever?" My dad's like, "Are you okay?" And I was like, "Yeah, I think I'm good." But there was this pontoon boat. They were they were way too close to our dock. Like they should have been way further away. But they like it was like really close to them too. And they were like, "Holy shit, you scared us so bad!" I was like, "Dude, like it scared me too. Like you guys should have been way further away." But it's like that that memory of like that. I don't know. It's just that memory of like that happening. I will always remember that. And I think the same year, there's this new family that just moved in across the cove from us. Um, they're awesome. They have like these two little boys. And, uh, I remember one, the day, I guess it was the fifth. So the day after the fourth, they like drove by on the boat and we were just happened to be on the dock. I think we were cleaning up the mess or whatever. And this little, like this cute little kid just, I remember going, thanks for the fireworks. And it just like melted my heart. I was like, oh my gosh, like that made all that money worth it of like this little kid across the cove like watching these fireworks go off and just like being amazed like in wonder because like that was me as a kid you know you see these things you're like oh my gosh like this is awesome like this is amazing and so that was that was super fun um I'm trying to think what else another thing we do on the fourth we um we do homemade ice cream which I actually help with now I used to never do it but I always wanted my mom to do it for us and so we would always do homemade ice cream and there's just something about the taste of homemade ice cream that is so good. Like, so you, we have this little machine and you just put a ton of salt and ice around it and it chills it really quickly and it spins and then you get ice cream from it. I don't really understand how it works, um, but I love making it. It just tastes so good. And so like, we'll, we'll have our 4th of July dinner, you know, we'll have like hot dogs and burgers and chicken. And a lot of times we'll do, um, homemade french fries or onion rings like that my grandpa will do corn on the cob obviously and then we'll once it gets dark our family will they used to sit on the deck but now they go out on the boat to watch the uh to watch our fireworks show and then me and my dad like we'll go in the basement and prepare the wicks on all the the fireworks and like make sure everything we have is ready to go and uh we'll do our fireworks display and then we'll come back and have homemade ice cream and just like 
me and my dad will just laugh about like all the crazy fireworks we got because a lot of times we just buy stuff we don't really know what it's going to do we've started buying the ones that are just like little they're just little box sets and they have you know like anywhere from like 15 to 40 different bursts in them or whatever and so we'll light a couple of those and like we plan out our grand finale and all these things and so it's just really really fun and special and a very fond memory I've only missed, I think I've only missed like three Fourth of July's my entire life at the lake. I missed one when I was in Europe, and then I technically missed last year, but we celebrated the weekend after, and so that's kind of going to be my new norm is where I'm going to have to celebrate either before or after, unfortunately, just given my schedule. It's one of those things that you just, you don't miss, and I think now, like, the 4th of July is just so much fun. There's so many boats out, and especially now having my my new uh, stand-up jet ski. I love riding on the 4th, but I just love having this stand-up jet ski to ride. And that's that's changed a lot of the dynamic at the lake for me. And I think I had probably one of my longest riding years. Um, it was probably two years ago. I probably rode, I mean, I've talked about this before, but, like, probably 60 days, which is which is a lot for me. And it was crazy. And I, it's it's hard to explain to people the feeling of like chasing a cruiser on this stand-up jet ski. And like I, I we learned one-handers and no-handers and like you're hitting these huge waves. You know, you're hitting like 40-foot boat wakes and just launching. And people don't see that very often. And like they oftentimes slow down and like watch you for a long time and like it's fun when people on the back of their boat like partying and drinking and like yelling and like there's this boat on the lake we've hit them twice um they have scorecards and so like it was like these two girls and a guy they're awesome and so they'll literally you know show you scores as you jump and like we'll like yell at them and like like are you serious like you gave me a six for that like that was at least an eight and so like it was like I don't know where they're from or where they're at on the lake, but we've seen them twice. And the second time we saw them, we were in uh, banana suits, actually, which is kind of funny. We uh, That was a fun day. We got banana suits with me, uh, Michael, and Alex, two of my homies, and we just rode stand-ups in banana suits, and people were like, you could tell people were looking at us like, these dudes are crazy. But it was just like so much fun. We called it hashtag flying bananas because we literally like launch off these boat wakes and banana suits and just like we looked ridiculous but those like man I love those memories like I love those moments and I remember that night we went to I think we went to like McDonald's or something and it's just like we would look at the footage and like get food and just like be psyched because it's like that that never-ending rush and that search for like the next cruiser and that is now one of my my biggest memories of the lake is just riding the stand-up jet ski that I've fallen in love with. It's that feeling of riding with the homies, like riding with your friends that is so much fun. Like cuz you can go out and ride by yourself, but like when you're with the squad, there's nothing like it. And we'll go out and we'll sit in front of um this place called Toad Cove where they have like a restaurant and bar and we'll just sit in the water and talk and just wait for the cruisers to come over the we kind of sit in the middle of like a junction where boats come from either side of the the lake. We'll sit there and just wait and like, we'll see one coming over the kind of in the horizon and like, we'll all like just get amped up and psyched. We'll hop on our jet skis and just ride straight towards them. And we just start launching and then like you hit them 
and it feels like you've been riding for like an hour, but really you like only rode like eight minutes and then you, you know, we'll hit them, we'll, we'll go a ways and then we'll stop and we'll, you'll kind of rest for a little bit. And the goal is like, if you're going away from our cove, like you want to find a cruiser going back the other way towards to where you came. So we'll sit and wait for another one to appear going the other way and like chase it back. And it's just been, I don't even know, like, I don't know if you can hear the excitement of my voice or not, but like, it's been indescribable. Like I absolutely love those moments. And it's, it's been one of these things that like, I never thought I'd get into. And now it's like, I can't imagine not having a stand up jet ski. Like what if I had this CDU XP for my whole life and never got into standups? Having the stand up now is pretty surreal and just, it's crazy. Like, oh man, like I own this thing and it is so much fun and there are so many good memories with the homies and just like it's just fun going back to the house that night and like plugging in the GoPro footage and just looking and be like oh my gosh like what do we get do we get anything good a lot of times we do and it's just like it's just one of those things that like you know like in the world like no one cares about stand up jet skis at all but it's so fun and it matters so much to you like it, and that's what's so that's what's so cool about it is once again that that euphoric feeling of living in the moment like nothing else matters like you're just focused it's like it's almost like a drug like you're just chasing this cruiser and like you have to get one more hit one more hit and then like you like have that launch and you throw that huge no-hander and you see the boat like go crazy and then everybody's got their phones out and you're like dude like we've developed this reputation on our end of the lake of like the guys who are like ripping around on the water. Like a lot of the times, like we see people post videos or photos of us like out ripping. And like, that's, I don't know why that's so awesome to me, but it's fun. I think that's kind of what I wanted to share with you all just about the lake. Like this isn't anything special, but it's just a little, I don't know, like a little story time. I think 30 minutes does not do the lake justice at all. This is just a little a little piece into the lake. Like there will be much, much more um, that I talk about in the future. Cause I, I mean, I literally could, I could talk for days about the lake. Like I have so many stories and memories, but this is just kind of the start. And I think, yeah, like there's, I, man, I'm even thinking of stories right now. It's like, I want to tell, but I know like I can't, like this would be like three hours long if I kept going. Like there's a story about this time we got caught. I'll, I'll just tell this one. Cause I think it's fun. Like me and my homie Tyler were out riding with my uncle and uh, it was kind of stormy that day. And, like, I always like riding in the rain. As long as there's no lightning, like, we'll ride in the rain. And, you know, you, like, have it pinned, like, full throttle. And, like, the water's hitting your face. And it te- it, it uh, stings. And you're, like, kind of like, man, like, this is crazy. For whatever reason, we went back to the dock. Like, I think it might have started raining pretty heavy. And my uncle ran up um, inside. But me and my buddy were just chilling on the dock. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it just started hailing, like, quarter to golf ball size hail. And so you have a a metal roof over your head. And I could not believe how deafening and like disorienting that sound was. Like me and my buddy both hopped in our boat and I just had my hands covered, like pressed hard against my ears to like try to drown out the sound because it was, I mean, it was deafening. I just remember thinking like, oh my gosh, like what if we would have been out on the water when it started hailing? Like what would you have done? I have no idea what I've done. I mean, we would have found the closest dock we could. But I mean, dude, it would have been, it would have been pretty bad. And so like it hailed for probably, I don't know, it was like five minutes, huge hail. And then it rained a little more and then it stopped. 
and after that like the lake was i remember steaming and so it's like you have these huge storms at the lake and it, it's like the water is crazy and it's, it just gets that stormy feel like you can just see it in the water and then when it's over it just turned into glass like it was the perfect water and it was steaming from all the hail and so we went out on the boat i think wakeboarded or something it's like you're wakeboarding in this water that's like steaming like it was wild like it was awesome and so that, that was just another story i've thought of um there's so many more i want to tell i'll i'll do a full-length episode next time of maybe the first time i went trout fishing with my grandpa because there's so much i could talk about with that trip that would that really deserves its own episode um I don't know if anyone even cares about this, but I love the lake and I want to share it with people. And honestly, I just wanted to do an episode about it because I was thinking about going to the lake this week. I was like, man, like maybe I'll just share a couple stories from the lake and hopefully people understand my excitement. I'm sorry that you have to keep hearing about it, uh, but it's a big part of my life and it's probably not going to change. So <laughs> there's that. Um, I don't know, maybe my encouragement would be just like those things in your life that you love to do and the things that bring you joy, like don't forget those things. Like, and even if things look differently now, like remember those good times because that's kind of where I'm at right now and that in this limbo stage of the lake, like not being able to go as much and mourning the lake in, in a lot of senses. Like it's cool to be able to sit down in an environment like this and be like, man, like, yeah, the lake looks different right now, but dude, like I have so many good memories from the lake. Like, oh, I love the lake. And so whatever that thing for you in life is, don't forget those good times. Um, cherish those, like share those with people. Like remember the good times with family and friends because that's so important. It's easy to let good memories fade away sometimes and it's easy to forget, but it's cool to see people excited and share about things that they love. That's all I've got for this week. Thank you guys again for uh, for tuning into another episode. Um, once again, please continue to give me feedback. Um, reach out to me on social media. The best way is Instagram. It's the two underscores Birdman. Um, reach out to me there. Share share some stories with me about the things that you love to do. Maybe you have like stories as well. I would love to hear about them. And as usual, if you could keep liking this and leaving reviews on whatever podcast platform you listen to this on, that would be great. Like, I just want to continue to grow my audience base and to just continue to share these stories, um, these stories with you all. Uh, this should be one of the last episodes of just me talking for a while. I'm hopefully going to be doing an interview at the lake and then maybe some interviews when I'm in Kansas City, if that works out. I might be lying to you, but that's the goal is to have some interviews up just so we're... Uh, we're not here listening to my voice every week. Um, yeah. So be looking for that. Thank you guys again. I appreciate your guys' time. Thank you for, for tuning in. This has been another episode of Mellow Mondays. Mellow Mondays.